Hello, and thank you for joining us for this episode of SIFMA's podcast series. I'm Ken Benson, SIFMA President and CEO, and we're here today to talk about SIFMA's recent Quantum Dawn cybersecurity exercise, the fifth in a series that SIFMA has conducted. I'm pleased to be joined by two of my colleagues, Tom Price, SIFMA's Managing Director, Operations Technology and BCP, and Tom Wagner, SIFMA Managing Director, Financial Services, Operations and Technology. So let's get started. Let's start with you, uh, uh, Tom Price. Um, what were the goals of Quantadon 5? Again, uh, well, thank you. Uh, well, as you can imagine, we're so interconnected and so interdependent as a, as a community that uh, the private and public sector needs to work together around cybersecurity protections and defenses. And as an industry, there's no competitive advantage as it relates to cybersecurity protections. So uh, uh, in addition, cybersecurity threats aren't constrained by national boundaries, and it's truly a global issue. So as it relates to the key goals was to identify who the key public and private sector participants who would lead their firms or organizations around the globe during a cyber uh, global disruption. And then the goal was to bring the financial sector together in, to, in a unified exercise to build global response and recovery capabilities and identify who the key participants are in the various different regions as it relates to their roles and responsibilities. Another key goal of the exercise was, was to test operational resiliency across the entire sector around the globe. And in addition to that, we wanted to uh, help improve coordination, communication, and information sharing ar uh, across the sector around detecting and responding and recovering to uh, any type of global disruption, including working with our affiliates, AFME and ASIFMA from the other regions uh, both in uh, Europe and in Asia. So maybe let's take that a step further in mentioning uh, AFME and ASIFMA, our, our colleagues in Europe and Asia. You know, as we noted at the outset, this was the this is the fifth of a series of, of exercises that uh, SIFMA has conducted every two years. Um, what made Quantum Dawn uh, this Quantum Dawn exercise different from the prior exercises? Well, what was really significant about this exercise is that we uh, that we did we did it on a global level. Uh, that the other Quantum Dawn exercises were uh, U.S. focused. And this exercise, we brought in uh, uh, over 800 different participants from over 200 different financial institutions and government agencies from over 19 nations on four different continents, including participants from Australia, Canada, Europe, Hong Kong, India, Malaysia. Uh, the list is long. So the real goal here was to connect through a network effect uh, the various different regions, the participants in those regions that have the role and, and responsibilities to, to address uh, uh, global, uh, uh, cyber incidents in their local jurisdictions. So Tom Wagner, I mean, all of these uh, uh, Quantum Dawn exercises are simulated events, uh, you know, that they're not, they're not real events that happen, but they're designed to mimic what a real event could be like. What was the scenario that participants had to respond to in this Quantum Dawn exercise? Uh, right, Ken, thanks. So you know, the scenario we used in, in Quantum Dawn 5 was a, a targeted ransomware attack against the industry caused by a criminal insider which really had impacts on major GCFEs uh, across the globe, starting in the U.S. and then moving on to, you know, Asia-Pac and, and the U.K. 
And then, in addition, you know, major financial markets utility experience service interruptions as part of the exercise. And, you know, while these are really low probability, high impact events, it is something the industry must, you know, think about and prepare for, you know, just as we do for other possible crisis events. And what were the main takeaways? Uh, a couple of things. One, uh, you know, first off, the industry is very well prepared, you know, largely due to constant vigilance, testing like uh, Quantum Dawn and, and uh, you know, other exercises uh, the industry conducts as well. And, you know, Quantum Dawn 5 in particular really allowed organizations to understand, you know, what resources members have at their disposal, who are their key contacts, and at some of these public sector institutions and industry organizations as well. Um, and one of the goals here was really to help, you know, improve cross-border information sharing and communications at a sector level. You know, each region has their own uh, uh, responsibilities, but it really highlighted the ways in, where, in which there's been improvement in communications via a network effect where, you know, we're all really nodes within a network working together on this. Um, it also gave the industry, you know, real opportunity to build on recent work done internationally by the G7 on how they can build on information sharing and communications. Another clear takeaway from the exercise is the importance of robust uh, partnerships between industry and government grounded in information sharing. And, you know, finally, we learned cross-border coordination and information sharing really should continue to be strengthened between public and private sector uh, participants. And so what are the next steps in communicating the lessons and takeaways from this? So, you know, during the exercise, we, we polled uh, participants just to understand, you know, w what they're doing at um, certain parts of the scenario, uh, how they're contacting or communicating internally within their organizations, but also externally, and then the processes that they use to uh, to conduct those communications. And, uh, we're in the process of developing after-action reports. We're working with our partner, Protivity, to incorporate uh, all the feedback um, uh, that we learned uh, from the exercise into a public after-action report. And, you know, Tom Wagner, uh, uh, both you and I think Tom probably sort of talked about this. And, and, and as I mentioned at the outset, this, uh, you know, this, our Quantum Dawn exercises are, are a major industry-wide exercise that is conducted every other year. But uh, that's not the only time that the industry uh, or SIFMA with the industry is, is doing testing. Maybe just touch on a little bit, you know, what happens in between these Quantum Dawn exercises? What are all the, you know, just an, a, a, maybe a quick uh, uh, overview of, of the other types of exercises that the industry is involved in in the cyber resiliency space? Uh, sure. So, you know, we work very closely with uh, U.S. Treasury, who conducts what are called uh, Hamilton exercises. And these are very, uh, you know, specific exercises around, uh, you know, different uh, scenarios, things like, you know, third-party risk management, um, cloud security, the insider threat. Um, so, you know, over the course of the year, the industry conducts, you know, more than a dozen of these uh, uh, types of exercise um, you know, really to build, uh, you know, identify, you know, gap, potential gaps that we have in, in protecting our critical infrastructure, but, you know, also, you know, build muscle memory across the sector. 
That's great. That's great. And and, and you know, I, I would, uh, I would, uh, as we close, I would, I would uh, uh, point our listeners to uh, the SIFMA website, SIFMA.org, uh, for all of the different uh, reports and things that we have with respect to cyber resiliency, as well as even broader BCP issues that uh, SIFMA works with its members on on a on a regular basis. Um, and we appreciate folks listening that cyber is a uh, cyber resiliency is a top priority for SIFMA and its members. Uh, the Quantum Don 5 exercise, uh, you know, again, recognizes, as, as uh, Tom Price and Tom Wagner mentioned, that we are connected around the globe and we need to make sure that the communication protocols are in place to make sure that we have a coordinated response in the event of any such uh, type of attack. Um, so with that, uh, I want to thank you, our listeners for uh, being here today. I want to thank uh, Tom Price and Tom Wagner. And again, please visit SIFMA.org for additional information.